You're listening to Bachelor to Boyfriend, the podcast that teaches you how to manage your mind so you can show up as the best version of yourself around women. And now your host, certified dating and intimacy coach for men, Erica Davian. Hello, how are you doing today? I am honestly a little disappointed. I mentioned in a previous episode that I have been planning this big trip of the U.S. Northeast to go to Vermont and to a lake in upstate New York and to Boston to see friends and family and so many people that I love. And at the time of recording this, this is when the historic Vermont flooding has been going on, and my flight was out today. So just last night, I ended up canceling my trip, and now my partner and I have the next 10 days to figure out something that we want to do with a summer vacation. And so we're just kind of picking up the pieces, you know, sitting with this disappointment of what we thought was going to happen, while also trying to make space for what will happen and what we will create. So maybe tune in next week and we'll see what we ended up coming up with. So what are we here to talk about today? So the thing that I want to talk about with you today is this idea of hurting someone else's feelings. Because I hear this from the men I work with all the time, that they find themselves holding back and second-guessing their actions and really just mostly coming from a place of fear because they're so concerned about hurting someone's feelings. Perhaps it happened in the past or they're just worried about the possibility that it might happen. And so I just want to share some of my thoughts on this and how I look at feelings because it's really different from how we were taught as kids to think about feelings. I mean, even now with a toddler, I notice myself saying things like, oh, don't do that. You'll hurt someone else's feelings. Or, oh, Tommy took your ball. That hurt your feelings. When really, I don't think that's how it works at all. Really, my belief is that you cannot create a feeling inside of anyone else. That no external thing outside of you can create an internal feeling inside of you. This is something... I think that we have so backwards. We think it's what other people say and do and that that's the reason why we are feeling a certain way. In fact, we say things like, you make me so angry or she made me miserable, but this is actually never the case. It's more like I made me so angry or I made myself so miserable based on what I was thinking. Now, don't get me wrong. This is not about victim blaming. This is not saying that you're not allowed to have the experience that you're having. But this is to say that you have more control over the experience that you're having than you probably realize. And so here's what I mean. For example, let's say that someone said something unkind to me. Maybe something like, you're a terrible coach, or you should have never been a mother. Oof. Or... I don't want to be with you anymore. You can just fill in the blank. These are not very nice things to say. But I say fill in the blank because it doesn't really matter what unkind thing was that this other person said or did. All of that is outside of me. 
And the part that causes a feeling inside of me is what I make what they said mean. And the only way that it hurts is if I make it mean something that generates a feeling that hurts. So looking at those first two phrases, you're a terrible coach and you never should have been a mother, which are both about someone else's opinion of me. There are so many ways I could think about what this other person said. And each of those thoughts would make me feel differently. I could think they don't know what they're talking about and maybe feel smug. Or they can't talk to me that way. They can't tell me I'm a bad mother or I'm a terrible coach and maybe feel angry. Or I could think, no, I'm not. I'm a great coach and I'm a really wonderful mother too and feel secure. Or maybe I think that is so silly. They just don't know me. And maybe I'd feel really, I don't know, tickled or amused. Or I might think, I'll never be a good coach or mother and feel a sense of despair. Are you starting to see how it really isn't about the thing that they said? That doesn't automatically cause a reaction inside of me. It's really not about what someone else says or thinks or does that makes me feel a certain way. I don't feel any particular way about it until I made it mean something. In fact, just imagine if this person had said those things, Erica's a terrible coach, Erica's a terrible mother, just out in the world. But the fact that they said that hadn't reached my mind. Just the fact that they said it has no effect on me at all. It's not until it reaches my mind and my mind then thinks something and makes that mean something about me that then I start to feel a certain way. Depending on what I made it mean, I could feel amused or angry or secure or despair. It really has nothing to do with what the other person said. Now, that's not to say that there aren't times that I want to let it hurt. I come from a perspective where I truly believe that there is no such thing as a negative emotion. Even though I sometimes revert to that common way of speaking, I really don't think that negative emotions are a thing. I think there are some that are more comfortable or more pleasant than others, but I don't think any are inherently bad. I think that every emotion gives me information, but some are more useful than others. They're sort of like clues, and those emotions are showing me something that I couldn't otherwise see. And so even if it's really uncomfortable to feel an emotion, I want to feel that discomfort in some cases, right? And my favorite example of this is grief. When someone close to me dies, I don't want to swap out my thoughts to just feel happy about it all of the time. No, I want to feel the pain of missing them because that grief is a reminder of how important they were to me in my life. The beautiful thing is once you become aware that the way you are feeling is driven by what you are thinking, and once you start to see that all thoughts are optional, you realize that you get to choose. So, for example, if my partner said to me, Erica, I don't want to be with you anymore. I get to choose what I want to make that mean and how I want to think about it. I might think, whew, I'm glad that's over and feel a sense of relief. Or 
I might think, wow, this opens me up to a relationship that's even better and feel optimistic. Or I might think, I wanted our relationship to continue and feel devastated. And the point is, I get to decide. I may want to feel devastated. I love him. I have a child with him. Our futures would look so differently if he didn't want to be with me anymore. And so I want to be devastated because I've given so much to our relationship and I've cared so much about the life we've created together. And I don't want to move on. I don't want to think that this relationship ending is a relief. But the important thing to note is that feeling devastated is not the only way that I could feel. In this hypothetical situation, if he were to end things with me, there are several ways that I could think about the fact that he said he wanted to end things. And the way that I think about it will change over time. So side note, have you ever looked back on something from the past and feel really differently about it now? It's not as though the facts have changed. That thing in the past still happened, regardless of whether it was five days ago or five decades ago. But what has changed, however, is how you're thinking about it now compared to how you were thinking about it then. That's the only thing. The facts are all still the same. So are you starting to see how all of this is true for you as well? That no one else can cause a feeling inside of you without you having a thought about what they said or did. And that whatever you make that mean will impact how you feel. And we go into all of this in more detail in Bachelor to Boyfriend, the program. And we work on changing how you think on purpose. But I hope you're starting to see how this applies to you too. That no one else can cause a feeling inside of you without you having a thought about what they said or did. And the thought that you choose is what is ultimately going to determine how you feel. But of course, we're not here to talk about me or to talk about you. We're here to talk about the idea of hurting someone, especially a woman that you care about. Because this is one of the number one blocks that I see in the men who I work with because they're really good guys. And they don't want to be a jerk and they don't want to be seen as a jerk. And so maybe you're like them. Maybe you're worried you will break her heart or say something that hurts her feelings. And the instinct is good. You don't want to be an asshole. Yay, <laughs> let's celebrate that. But there's a difference between wanting to act with integrity by your own ethical code and taking responsibility for someone else's emotions. Those are two different things. You can act with integrity without taking on this responsibility for how someone else feels. Acting with integrity is about reflecting on the kind of man you want to be and how you want to show up. And so it looks like things like being honest, keeping your promises, but also not over-promising, caring about how someone feels, but without taking on those emotions yourself, treating people with kindness and grace, and so on. And so just notice these things 
being honest, keeping your promises but not over-promising, caring about how someone feels without taking on those emotions yourself. Notice how all of this acting with integrity is different from taking on the responsibility for someone else's emotions. Because when you're doing that, when you're taking on their emotions, that looks like believing you are the cause of the way they feel, that the things you said and did are the reason why they're feeling the way that they're feeling. It also often looks like thinking that they shouldn't feel the way that they're feeling. And the third thing is, it often looks like trying to fix it. Does any of this sound familiar? Remember how I showed that what I'm feeling really isn't about what the other person says or does, and how what I'm feeling comes down to what I'm thinking about what they said or did. And remember how I said the same is true for you too? The same is true for her mind too. Nobody can create a feeling inside of you and you cannot create a feeling inside of her either. So let's just imagine you've been dating a woman for a while and you decide you're really not that into her after all. And you may be worried about ending things because you're worried about hurting her feelings. But just remember, there are so many ways she could think about you breaking things off. And that is 100% up to her. She could think, it just wasn't a fit. Or she could think, oh, I really liked him. Or I am unworthy of love. Or that makes things really clear. Or she could think, he's got commitment problems. Or I appreciate his honesty. Those are just some of the many ways that she could make this all mean in her head. And the truth is you have zero control over this part on what she will make this mean in her mind. So trying to change your behavior in order to elicit a particular response from her is useless. You may not want her to think that you have commitment problems or that she's unworthy of love, but try as you might, how she will feel has less to do with exact words that you pick and everything to do with what she ends up making them mean. So if you can't control what she is thinking or how she's feeling, then what do you do? Well, you go back to that list of what integrity looks like for you. You can't control what she does or how she feels, but you can control what you do and how you show up in this situation. And so whatever the situation is, however it is that you're worried that you might hurt her feelings, how do you want to show up in that situation? What's the kind of man you want to be in this moment? And some of the things that we talked about before are things like not over-promising, not trying to fix how she feels, but still caring about how she feels, giving her space to talk, being willing to listen, being honest, treating her with kindness and with grace and understanding. Maybe integrity for you looks like showing up with good boundaries, keeping the promises that you have made. But so long as you have done the things that are important to you in terms of how you want to show up, the rest is out of your hands. 
What she then makes those things mean and whether or not that hurts is up to her. Of course, if all of this sounds good in theory, but you're having difficulty imagining how it applies to your life, I get it. The first time I heard some of these ideas, I didn't believe them. I thought, no way, of course other people hurt me. But I can't tell you what a difference it has made in my life to take responsibility for my emotions, to recognize that no one else is creating them in me. I feel so much more empowered and less on the roller coaster of emotions. And when I do experience strong emotions, they no longer feel out of control. They can be intense and they can be uncomfortable at times, but because I recognize that I am choosing them, they no longer feel so scary or daunting. And that's exactly what I wish for you and exactly what I wish for her as well. And of course, if all of this sounds easier said than done, just know that Bachelor to Boyfriend, the program, is always here, ready to help you take these ideas to the next level. All right, my friend, I am off to go plan a whole new summer vacation. I hope that you are having some fun on your end as well. Take care. If you enjoy listening to this podcast, you have to come check out Bachelor to Boyfriend, the program. It's 12 weeks of one-on-one coaching with yours truly to help you finally move past the internal barriers between you and the relationship you want to create. Check it out at ericadavian.com. That's Erica with a K. And if you're curious, make sure to get your name on my mailing list so I can tell you next time doors open. My newsletter is my favorite way to connect with you all, and I respond to every email I receive. I can't wait to see you there.